0: there we go. Hey, good afternoon. This is Danielle McCarthy with Coffees, Chicks, and Cash, the podcast. Again, today we have Ashley McNeely joining us to do our 30-day challenge of financial concepts, vocabulary, and what have you. So just as a reminder, Coffees, Chicks, and Cash, the podcast is created for women who desire to take control of their financial future, expand their financial knowledge base, become confident, and feel competent regarding money and all things financial. It's also designed to educate women about their relationship with money in a relaxed environment and build a community of women who support one another as they strive for financial success. Ashley, thanks for coming back on and doing this 30-day challenge with me. I'm so grateful. Of course. Thank you so much for having me back. So what are we talking about today? So today we're going
1: to talk about something that I can talk about, but you can't. (laughs) That is so
0: true because there's, so just so we understand in the financial industry as financial professionals, we all have whole licensure and there are some licensures that say this, these are the products, programs, accounts that you can talk about. And here are some that you can't Ashley has um, several different licensures that um, I don't have that allows her to talk on these. And then there's going to be programs and accounts that I talk about later in the month that I can talk about because my licensure allows me to do that. So things to different note. And we will talk about what those different licensures are at a different time.
1: Absolutely. So today we're gonna talk about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. So it's a word that everybody's heard, but not everybody knows what it is. Mm -hmm. So let's start with stocks. Stock means you actually own a part of the company. So you own what is called a share. Most people have heard that, you know, you can buy X amount of shares of Apple, Tesla, Google, whatever. Um, So literally, you own a piece of that company. It may be a fraction of a fraction, but you still are a shareholder. With that, you ride the stock market. If the company does well and they're making a profit, then your stocks will go up. If they are falling on hard times, or maybe they're moving in a different direction, your stock will either level out or it could fall. Uh, So, but with stocks, uh, they are very volatile. Um, It's, there is no guarantee with a stock. And uh, if a company goes under, there's actually a list of um, people that get paid back first. And the consumer is the last one on that list because uh, they're going to they're going to pay taxes they're going to pay back any loans then they're going to pay um, preferred stockholders which means they own uh, a bigger portion of the of the stocks and then you get to the bottom and it's the general stockholder so that's why it is risky but it also it's that risk and reward relationship mm-hmm.
0: yep and yep. just that risk and reward is usually and again correct me if i'm wrong The greater the volatility is the greater the risk but also Mm -hmm. potential greater reward so that's where you need to have that conversation with a financial professional that holds those license that truly does explain to you the risk and that reward and what that looks like
1: absolutely yeah you're absolutely correct danielle perfect so that's a stock that's you know the basic one Mm -hmm. uh the next one is a bond and so these are a little bit a little bit safer because you were actually loaning the company money. So bonds have a lifetime. A lot of people heard about war bonds, mm-hmm. you know, back in World War II. Yes. The reason they sold war bonds is the US needed money. So what they said is it was essentially a promissory note saying, if you give us X amount of money, we will pay that money back. And sometimes with interest when the war is over. That's what a bond is. So they usually have a lifetime. It can be anywhere from six months to hundreds of years. I mean, they can, you know, that's how big businesses actually Mm -hmm. make a profit. They buy bonds. Uh, But the same thing, they still can be volatile because if a company goes under, they don't have any money to pay their bondholders back. Oh, that is good to know. Now you do become a creditor of the company Mm -hmm. and because you did loan them money, But again, you're the bottom of the barrel, they're going to pay the IRS, they're going to pay any loans, they're going to pay anything, um, and then they will pay the bondholders. But like I said, bonds are a little less volatile than stocks, just because you're loaning them money. So those type of companies, if they're, if they are selling bonds, they tend to be a little more stable. Um, if you know anything about ratings are usually like AAA, AA, and we'll get into that later. So mm-hmm. they usually have a pretty high rating. So for example, Google, Tesla, things like that will be able to do bonds. Mom and pop's coffee shop <laughs> is probably not going to
0: do a bond. Right, right, right. So, so that makes sense. And then so the last one, actually, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Is, no, you're perfect. I'll say the last one is mutual funds. Perfect. So mutual funds is a fund made out of funds. So most people, if you have your money in an institution, let's say Wells Fargo, USAA, T. Rowe Price, any of those, you have mutual funds. You might have a T. Rowe Price mutual fund, a Wells Fargo mutual fund. And what that means is imagine a pie chart. You might have a fraction of this company, a fraction of that company, a fraction of this company, all working together to make a mutual fund. That's why, you don't see mutual funds move as often as you see stocks and bonds because you can own one share of a stock and it's going to go up and down. But if you own a 100th of a share in your mutual fund, Mm -hmm. it's not going to move nearly as much. And it also allows the mutual funds to be a little bit more diverse because instead of just being in one industry, you could have a mutual fund that has healthcare that has uh, Entertainment that has engineering, that has global funds, which means they're not U.S. based. Um, you can have all of those in one fund. You can also okay. have cash in a mutual fund. So, whenever you buy a mutual fund, or you you know, you should get a piece of paper uh, from either the company that you're buying it from or your financial professional, and it will actually tell you what is called the holdings. So that is what is making up your mutual fund. And that's hopefully clears up some confusion because I've gotten a lot of questions. Well, Mm -hmm. this stock went up, but my, this stock went up, but my mutual fund went down. Well, that may have been that the other holdings in your mutual fund went down enough to counter that, uh, that one fund that went up. That upside
0: on that other. And it's,
1: and it's a little more, like I said, you get a little more diversification and a lot of people, they have their place. So stocks, bonds, and money markets, one's not better than the other, is Danielle and I preach, talk to your financial professional, and
0: they will find the right mix for you. And so again, just to reiterate what Ashley's saying, the the whole purpose of this 30-day challenge for my podcast is to take financial ideas, concepts, words that we've all heard, and break them down for an educational proponent. We're not advising, we're not giving guidance, we're not planning, we're not doing any of that. So please make sure that you understand this is all for educational purposes. And the biggest takeaway that I want to have happen at the end of the 30 days is question, get your questions answered, have these conversations with with a um, financial professional, even if it scares you, even if it intimidates you, find the right one. Keep shopping around your financial professional until you find the person that you know, like, and trust. With your money. So, this is Danielle McCarthy, Ashley McNeely from Coffee, Chicks, and Cash, the podcast. Thanks for being on, Ashley. Thank you.